Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, a single story long, just a few minutes long, in case you only have a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with some great storytelling. We've got some for you today. We want to remind you that uh, we bring you a few of these Appleseed Bites each week in preparation for our Thursday full hour-long episode drop. This Thursday, you're going to hear a story from Motoko, the wonderful storyteller and mime, recorded live in the Appleseed studio, a story about how a conversation that could have been filled with conflict was instead filled with kindness and understanding. It's an episode of The Appleseed filled with stories about how much we need each other. Be sure to join us. In the meantime, I'm thrilled to be joined in the studio by one of our assistant producers, Lacey Olson. Lacey, thanks for joining me. Hello. What are we going to hear today? We're going to hear a story from Laura Sims, and it's called She Goat. She Goat. Tell yes. me all about it. Yeah, this story is pretty fun. I almost I almost want to say it's not like a fractured fairy tale, but it was almost <laughs> like a conglomerate fairy tale. You know, like I was listening to it and I heard like, oh, there's bits of Snow White in here. And now sure. there's bits of Rumpelstiltskin or so, like little things were flooding in my mind. I thought it was really fun, but it's a good story of like, you know, sharing your gifts with the world, your kindness with the world. And it was really deeply symbolic for me. So I hope you guys have a good listen to it. Laura Sims has gathered fantastical animal tales from all over the world. This is just one of them. It's called She Goat. And we're happy to bring it to you as today's Appleseed Bite. Once upon a time, there was a girl named Tuhuri whose best friend was a she goat. Tuhuri's mother had given her the she goat when she was dying. Every single day, Tuhuri went into the forest after her mother's death and complained and wept and grieved and spoke to the she-goat. And the she-goat listened and sometimes wept real tears to comfort the girl. Her mother had told her, If you're ever hungry, Tuhuri, when I'm gone, ask the she-goat for food. She is magic and will feed you. After a while, Tuhuri's father chose a new mother who had a daughter just the age of Tuhuri. The stepmother was jealous of Tuhuri because she was smarter, kinder, and more beautiful than her own child. In hopes that Tuhuri would grow skinny and ugly, she gave her only crusts of bread to eat. Tuhuri was very hungry, and although she never complained because she had her friend the she-goat, she took the she-goat deep into the forest and asked for food. She was astonished. The she-goat shook and shivered, and from her body fell food, and Tuhuri ate. The stepmother was furious. No matter how little food she gave to the girl, the girl grew more beautiful and healthy and plump. I must do something, she said. One day, she sent her own daughter to spy on Tuhuri. When the stepsister saw the magic food, she rushed back home and told her stepmother, and the stepmother stamped on the ground with anger. Her eyes blazed in a fury, and she said, I must kill that goat. 
but that wasn't easy. She knew that Juhuri's father would not easily kill the goat that his daughter loved. She needed a plan. She went to a neighbor and gave the neighbor some instructions, then went home, jumped into bed, moaning, twisting, and turning, Oh, 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 my belly aches, my stomach, I'm going to die. Her husband came and said, What can I do? Go to the neighbor, only she knows how to cure such a terrible stomachache. The neighbor said, The only thing that will cure your wife is the liver of a she-goat, cooked in butter this evening. Tuhuri's father told his daughter what he must do. I must kill your goat to save my wife. Tuhuri ran to the she-goat and said, My beloved she-goat, let's run away. But the goat said, Tuhuri, don't worry. Let them kill me. I will always be with you. Ask for my bones. Bury them in the corner of the cornfield and then see what I will bring you. Tuhuri said goodbye to the she-goat and that evening it was killed. She took the bones and buried them in the corner of the cornfield and she began to cry. She wept and wept and wet the earth with her tears. Every day she cried there in that spot until one morning Tuhuri saw a plant growing. Not an ordinary plant, a plant of pure gold. She was so hungry that she broke off a tip of the shoot of the plant and went right to the market and traded it for food. Every day she brought pure gold to the market. Rumors spread fast and the stepmother heard about the gold. Oh, she was angry. She sent Tuhuri away and she went to the cornfield. She tried to break off a leaf pull and pull. She couldn't budge the gold. Well, you know how rumors are. Word traveled all the way to the king that there was a girl who was selling gold plants in the market. The king was curious. He was a good king, a wise man. He went with all his courtiers and the strongest men in all of Nepal and rode right to the cornfield. First, he got off the horse, went to the plant and tried to break off a leaf. But he couldn't. Then the king said, Where is the girl who sells the gold in the market? The king's servants found Tuhuri. She was weeping and washing her stepmother's clothes by the stream. She gladly went to meet the king, even though she felt so shy. And the king was startled when he saw her, for indeed she was beautiful. But what impressed him was her obvious goodness. She went straight 
to the plant. She simply broke off a shoot as if it was a dry stalk and gave it as a gift to the king. Their eyes met and she saw his kindness. Then Tuhuri told her story and the king invited her to come and live in his palace. That day, she dug up the she-goat's bones and the golden plant and took it with her. She replanted it in the king's garden and it flourished. Anyone who was poor or in need, Tuhuri just broke off some gold and gave it to them. As time passed, she and the king grew to know each other well and Tuhuri became the queen. The stepmother was furious. But Tuhuri lived well and happily ever after, and she was always grateful to the she-goat, for not only had it fed her, but it gave her the gift of love. She-Goat, a story told by Laura Sims, and I've been listening to it not only with you, but also with one of our assistant producers, Lacey Olson. Lacey, thanks for bringing that story to us. That story is so is so fun to listen to. I'd never heard it before, but I, you can kind of see what I meant of like, it's got all these different bits of classic fairy tales <laughs> in it, you know, and that's just kind of how they work. You've got... Yeah. The child who loses a parent, who has a stepmom, who's really jealous of them. Like, it just kind of follows this flow. <laughs> the stepmother in a story like this always winds up disgruntled in the end, right? Oh, I yeah. Mean, I, 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 uh, I, my own very wonderful stepmother uh, signs all of her letters. Uh, her name is Laurie, but she signs all of her letters E period S period. Stands for evil stepmother. <laughs> <laughs> she knows how stepmothers are characterized in fairy tales, right? It's a fun way to just embrace it and not yeah. make it true. Yeah. <laughs> but as I was listening to this story, it was it was really interesting because it just kind of seemed super symbolic to yeah. me. I was listening to it and this poor girl has gone through so much and has probably experienced so much grief, you know, of experiencing the death of her mother yeah. and then losing this really important gift that her mom had left behind for her. But because of those things, she was able to get gifts from this goat, yeah. whether it was alive or not. And those gifts allowed her to share them with the world. Yeah. And she was allowed to, uh, you know, connect with people in a way that she wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise. Yeah. And so I thought it was really interesting that, you know, she had to go through these hard things to get where she ends up in the end, you know, married to the king and living a really wonderful life. And I often think like, you know, how... How many times that happens in our lives that we go through very, very hard things, but we probably wouldn't be able to have certain qualities or experience certain things without them. And maybe you just answered this question, you know, but uh, Mm -hmm. there are a lot of stories that when we hear them uh, fill us with resolve to live in a certain way. Right. Yeah. And and how does a story like this make you want to live? I don't know. I guess it. I guess it just makes me want to open my eyes or be more aware of like the situations I'm in Mm -hmm. because it's hard to go reaching out for things like this without going through a hard thing. Sure. And, you know, not that I want to go searching for hard things to go through. Right. That's not my goal. But being more aware of when those hard things happen, knowing that 
something good is probably going to come from this and that it's going to make me a better person. It's it's uh, dangerous to make assumptions about the hard things that your friends and loved ones are going through. But it's also true that uh, uh, sometimes problems do come to you with gifts in their hands, you know. Uh Uh, A pleasure to hear this story and a pleasure to talk with Lacey. Thanks for joining us, Lacey. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us for a bite brought to you by the Appleseed.